All righty, welcome to the School of Bitcoin. Just going to make uh, Electra the host. Uh, make host. Yes. Still recording? Yes. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I've got a got a meeting today uh, or an interview podcast interview with the Tech Explorers for the Stemiverse podcast at ten o'clock. So I kind of have to make this a little bit quick um, for me anyway today. But yeah, you guys uh, carry on, and hopefully the Stacks guys come in. We've got the Stacks meeting tonight as well. If you can um, join, Karen, I think you're welcome as well. If you if you're free tonight, and whoever else, um, just ping me with. Um, emails and I'll, I'll add them to the, to the list of people who can join. Um, I've got the one thing I wanted to just ask you, um, you and Gordon about uh, Electra was the Bitcoin meetups. I know Gordon's done the pages for it. Did you guys want to run it from the digital playhouse this, this month? Um, if we're both here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We can, we can plan around that then. Thursday, that's... Thursday, isn't it? I should be here. Yep. You should be there. Uh, okay. Oh, is that? Oh, that's tomorrow. What? No. no. Sorry, no. When is that? <laughs> Hang on. You scary. Uh, next week. Next week. Next Thursday. Next Thursday is the first of September. Yep. Okay. That's it. So we got NFT and Algorand. Okay. Something at six o'clock. Some NFT thing. I don't know what that is. Anyway, we can figure that out later. Um, maybe that's part of that. I don't know. Um, so I just wanted to go into um, the what I've been working on this week. So Google Classroom, Electra, I reckon there's there's a few things I just wanted to talk to you about sort of offline um, in terms of uh, OPSECs and in terms of security before we kick on with it. Um, so we might leave doing a session on that for a week, if that's all right with everyone. Um, we can kind of pick up with that um, then. But what I'm working on this week, and I thought I should I'll just share my screen. Hang on. And I wanted to get your opinions. Uh, so I'm doing, as part of my course, doing a unit of competency. Um, mm -hmm. And basically what that is, is when you do um, any sort of course that's on uh, training.org, uh, training.gov.au, um, basically you go through these um, like performance criteria and basically um, chunked blocks of, of curriculum um, that you can sort of break up into like how you want to run them for a course. So I found this as part of ICT. Uh, it's relatively updated and I thought, oh, this is, this, I can kind of retroactively fit this for Bitcoin um, specifically. So I've taken it and basically the the project is we have to create a unit of competency like from our um, area of expertise sort of thing. So I've taken that, like the one blockchain thing that's in ICT. And um, one of the things is uh, like pre-work uh, comprehension. So like ordinarily or normally you'd have like a, um, uh, like you know, literacy numeracy and um your comprehension of english and like if you're english a second language and that sort of thing um but i'm kind of ditching that specifically to do like the bitcoin white paper so i thought having that kind of covers all that and basically you usually do like a, a test or something so for you doing your your course electro you probably did some sort of test to get into it if you remember no nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> Usually they do something. I qualified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they probably looked at your, your um, qualifications and kind of webbed you in. But if you don't have quals, I think they usually do like some sort of test just to see if you, um, if it's not going to be too much for you, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So I thought using that and doing the BTC white paper and then getting the, the applicants to kind of explain it back, but also... Um, the importance of the paper and and that's like the the comprehension. Um, also, I mean, like I'll see how they, like a bridging course for, like a, doing a bridging course for uh, to qualify you for a uni degree if you don't have the, the yeah, standard yeah requisites. Is that yeah, kind of, kind of. But the 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 pre work is basically like um, 
your level of competency before you you, you jump into a course. So it could be for anything. So for like, um, uh, like well, well, the, the TAE. So when you go into the TAE, mm. you sit like uh, a number of tests, like just to um, do your maths and your uh, reading and your writing skills. Um, to be honest, they were very boring. And I thought, well, I don't want to do something boring like that. Let's do something fun. So like going through that and then kind of explaining the importance of it, I thought would be a cool way to do it. Now, I don't know if that's allowed, but <laughs> I'll soon find out. But do you guys reckon that sounds like kind of fun? I think it's very important foundational knowledge to really understand where all this came about, where it started and why. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's it's skipped over. Like people don't have that understanding, and it, once you do have that understanding, it, it changes your whole sort of outlook That's of right. the industry. That's you. right. <laughs> um, Karen, have you ever had a look at the the BTC white paper? No, I haven't. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty short. It's only um, most people but- don't get past page one. I can't say I've read it all, but uh, okay. <laughs> so we used to have it have yeah, it up. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, Karen, but we used to have it up on the wall in uh, the the learning space that we built at Marana. So like big, big um, things from the blockchain center that they printed off, and we literally had it as wallpaper on the side of the wall. It was Great pretty cool. Wallpaper. I mean, you know, every time you come in, you might read a bit more or something if you don't read it all at once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and probably the the big thing I think is the the references at the end, and this gets kind of glossed over, like or, or kind of forgotten about a bit. But these references like talk about stuff that's been um, developed in the past that has led up to creating the BTC blockchain or BTC network. Um, and it's yeah, quite important, I think. So I thought that it'd be something interesting. And uh, like it doesn't, I, I don't think everybody has to know the ins and outs of the, um, the maths behind it, but just the philosophy, I think, and, and probably the networking as well is pretty important. But um, mostly the philosophy behind it and like why it's it's an important document. Um, so that was that. So that was, that was my pre-work idea. Um, and then for the actual projects, uh, like you have to pick a real-world business. So I thought, you know, Bitcoin uh, or the Blockchain Center Melbourne. Um, this is, I don't know. It's it's the first place I could think of that would be doing blockchain stuff in Victoria, sort of thing. Um, and then you have to pick like a registered trade organization. So I was thinking Chisholm, um, going through and and doing this unit of competency for blockchain, but then the actual purpose of it or the or the outcomes obviously is like for them for their businesses being able to implement um, blockchain solutions because that's the name of the course like um, or name of the unit of competency developer maintain blockchain solutions. But I thought specifically these businesses could be looking at Bitcoin as the blockchain solution that they want to implement for their business. So that could take us in a whole bunch of different directions. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to break that down into like six different industries. So Mm -hmm. like an artist, so that could be like on stacks, um, a business like a, or someone doing a a business um, degree or or certification, uh, much like you're doing Electra. I think that, that, that kind of, delves into that supply chain experts like how would um you know someone who's looking at the supply chain utilize the btc blockchain specifically for longevity of their project as opposed to something like nem (laughs) like a fly-by-night blockchain that probably doesn't have much longevity um a retail owner so like a franchise owner i just saw uh last night there's a big franchise in australia implementing um crypto payments mm. um do you remember the name of it it's it's like a um, on the run yeah 170 um convenience stores and fuel stations yeah. now take the crypto.com um merchant facility that's so pretty cool that's for yeah. payments which um denominates the the payment to the merchant in fiat so the it's quite simple. It's kind of like travel by bit, what we had here in 2018 in Agnes Water, people paying Bitcoin or whatever, and the merchant receives fiat, but it's exchanged. So it's like what Strike's doing kind of thing. So like using the, the rails, um, the payment rails for them to get whatever. Um, I think um, crypto.com's just being an exchange here and then dispersing to the merchant in fiat. Um, yeah. And charging quite a fee for it. 
So it, 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 adopt, it, it makes it easy for merchants to adopt it, especially on a franchise level. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it, do you know, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but do you have to have a crypto.com account to be able to utilize yeah, it? Yeah, they have an actual merchant facility. Ah, uh, so it's not, so you can't but, just go up with your, say, blue wallet and scan their QR code and pay them. It's... From you what I to... understand, it's like businesses sign up for the crypto.com merchant facility. But the, but the um, end user, do they have to do the same? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they that, um, use crypto.com as a wallet. That'd be interesting because if you can use anything, like if you if you can just go up with like, you know, your Electrum wallet and then boom, pay, like that's that's fantastic for the end user. If it's not, then it's kind of just like... If it's not binding you to this uh, crypto.com exchange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it's just that... Look into that because you do expect the big players are are trying to, um, will be trying to um, take a competitive advantage early. Yeah. Well, there's kind of no point if it's, if you like, because there's no, I I can't see everyone going out and installing crypto.com specifically just so they can, you know, KYC up to them and <laughs> be able to yeah. pay for stuff. Like, it's crazy. Okay. Um, but anyway, they could be a good example for a franchise owner, um, an educator. So like what we're all doing, I thought it would be really beneficial as well. Yeah. And then a developer. So I was thinking like a clarity developer specifically. Um, business, maybe... I would just suggest making that a, um, a service business, like um, service provider business. Oh, yeah. 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 But rather than goods. That's a a good idea. You've got the retail owner, that's good. So service business. Service business. Yeah, good idea. Let's just make it where it says business, artist business. No, 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 not there. Well, be good if I could sorry. Business, artist business, change business earlier to service business. Okay then. Sorry, we're in instead of retail owner, service business. Oh, I've got the document right here. Yeah, I'll just do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, at the start, at the start. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah beautiful. All right. I'll, I'll add that in as well. Um, could do perhaps um, as a pre-exercise, um, yeah. whether it's um, online or face-to-face or however, is um, the thing is whenever you start anything new, you don't know where your people are at at the beginning. And you've spoken yeah. about it already. And um, what can work across any age group or any background is um, um, a, a thinking routine, a project zero thinking routine called Think, Puzzle, Explore. And it can be just, what do you think you know about Bitcoin or the Bitcoin school or cryptocurrency or any of those that, you know, you think, what, what's my goal here? What do you think you know about? Now, if you ask someone, what do you know about? All of a sudden they become defensive. <laughs> Bloody hell, I don't know nearly enough. You know? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'll often use an example like, um, if you ask me what do I know about physics, I'll say, um, is it about, what do you know about it? I'll say, oh, not much. I'm a humanities person or I'll be nervous. Or um, if you say, what do you think you know? I might say, is it about pulleys and levers? Or So you get an example of how little I know. So just by the language, what do you think yeah. you know? And the next part, what puzzles you? In other words, what do you? What questions have you got? What do you, you know? What are you not sure about? What what puzzles you? Think puzzle, explore. How would you like to explore cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, school, Bitcoin further? You know, and then they can say, like, why don't we go right back to or I know, you know, let's go for whatever, whatever. But it gives them some sort of ownership of the learning, <laughs> you know, that like they're a partner in it and yeah. um, can build up confidence of people who don't know very much at all. And also for those who really feel good about what they know to hey, share it. So it gives you a you know, pretty good cross sample of who are you working with here that's awesome karen actually I've that's got... a really important point because we need to select carefully different levels of, of knowledge and readiness yeah. and, and not make them feel dumb or bad if they don't know anything mm. <laughs> but um, also the puzzles they've got that can be a really good place to, okay and in, i sort of think about it as a form of pre-test but without the word test or without the formality with it yep. Yeah. Uh, just simply getting an idea of, well, what do they really know about? <laughs> or yeah. What yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I'm just thinking because I've got to do, as as part of the activities, we have to do like a um, uh, an icebreaker sort of thing to get everyone on both campuses 
um, interacting about a topic sort of thing. So maybe this is a really good one, a good thinking routine to go through. So think, yeah. puzzle, explore with everybody um, around that. I was going to do like explanation of the days and see like what um, problems they want to solve, like as, as a as a fun sort of activity. So it's like you know what um, what's important to you, what what social problems do you want to solve? But yeah. maybe this is better. <laughs> I kind of like it. Great Good. too. Look, there's so many different ways, you know, and and that's what we can sort of do when we build up, you know, resources or ideas. <laughs> if we can sort of get a resource list of just different ideas or strategies that any of us have used at any time that we know about, it can be a really powerful tool. Yes, no, that's awesome. That's really, really good. Like everything you can do, you can do it in different ways. Like if I'm working with teachers or with students or principals or whatever, I might do, and they're in the, in the room with me, um, I might have a whole pile of post-it notes <laughs> and they've all got a lot and I'll have Think Puzzle Explore big sheets and it can be, of course, whiteboards or, or clear screens and um, they just post it on a post-it note. Now, I know you can do that digitally, but they're being anonymous then so that they're not saying, do you think you know? <laughs> and they're saying, yes. <laughs> and that can be also validating too that they don't feel embarrassed about how little I know or that my, well, how I want to explore it is so different from everybody else's. So having that sort of anonymity encourages kids who won't, aren't so happy to say things out loud in case people think they're silly or yeah. things like that. So, I mean, that's just one strategy, but there's so many different ways you can do the same tools just different ways of being really inclusive and getting the maximum input you can. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Um, Electra, I think Gordon's the man for that, for the... Um... Okay, uh, for the Agnes group, Bitcoin Meetup group. Yeah, I've just um, like to get these things into into people's calendars early so they don't book other things to go yep. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we have to make some time yeah. to uh, yeah. to go through all our security stuff as well so I was, th I was thinking maybe friday does that work for you guys yeah yeah i'm free on friday okay all right well i'm, I'm for I'm that rest of the day i'm free yeah it's just um i i do kind of i, I do a lot of on, on social and emails letting people know about upcoming events yep. so I can, if i have the bitcoin meetups i can get those into the those links yeah. out early too Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, well, no, we'll definitely do that. Um, we'll sp speak to Gordon and see if he can if he can do Friday as well. And we'll we'll kind of go from there. Okay. Um, so it looks like the Austin guys aren't joining us. That's all right. We can we'll see them tonight, I suppose. Um, and what's the other thing I wanted to go through? Something else I heard. Uh, Google Classroom. Yes, we'll do that next week. And. Oh, the last thing I just wanted to talk about um, was with the uh, Stacks and Chisholm, potentially there's a um, holiday program coming up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, in the September school holidays with uh, lots of, um, I think it's primary school and high school students coming to that. Mm -hmm. um, so part of it, you're going to run a, a Stacks um intro program for that so I, I want to get some ideas from the um austin guys that have run the code camp um but basically onboarding students and kind of you know having it open to whoever wants to be involved um i was thinking if i mean if it all goes ahead karen of inviting um maheen to come down as well i mean you're, you're obviously welcome to come too um but i think she was really interested in um getting involved with kind of what we're doing. I think that might be a good jump off point for it. And apparently there is no age limit for the code camp. So she's uh, she's nearly 14. So I think she, she's all good. So it should be good. We just um, missed um, Virginia. I just went to admit her, but she's not here now. Oh, did we? Oh, damn it. Yeah, we didn't see it pop up. It was, um, she was uh, yeah. So. Oh, well, we'll see it tonight, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Well, that's that's all for me. I better get ready for this uh, podcast. Um, did oh, we got ten minutes? Did you want to go through anything, um, Electra? Yeah, um, I registered. Um, so Law Fire Day was happening, and I, I wanted to make sure that we had a um, a, a, East, a dot East domain in Estamain to um, participate in Law Fire Day as um, an entity rather than as individuals, because mm -hmm. it's very much aligned. Law Fire Day is. Joni Kurovich setting up a DAO um, 
as a it's rather charitable it's philanthropically motivated so it suits digital playhouse to be a member um and so um i've registered digitalplayhouse.eth also a subdomain i experimented um with um, donate.digitalplayhouse.eth so now we can um receive donations to a currently a metamask wallet address just using they just need to type that in awesome, awesome. rather than a long string of numbers so i'm, I'm having fun with um <laughs> ens domains and want to teach everyone about that uh, yeah. but also with um using our hero wallet um and we'll sort all this out to make sure that we've We've all got access as an organisation yep. to that, um, the <clears throat> responsible people. Um, Digitalplayhouse.btc. Nice. nice. I don't yeah. think we can set up, that's just one wallet address um, yep. but on, a, on a Hero Wallet, Stacks Wallet, but I don't think we can set up subdomains with that yet. No, you can do redirect. Oh. Like we wouldn't be able to do donate.digitalplayhouse.btc. I, I think you can. I think you can. Hang on. Um, God, I've got so many links. Leave that with me. Leave that with me. I think you can. Yeah. From so question mark subdomains. Yeah. Um, also, there's an event I want to take part in. Uh, it's a part of Stacks um, Proof of Work Celebration event. I'll just provide the, the link in a moment. I had it with me. You, you submit um, a, a photo or um, a image of a job you've done well. So something we've achieved at, at our School of Bitcoin Digital Playhouse and um, with the wallet address uh, digitalplayhouse.btc and it gets minted as an NFT and put on your wallet. Oh, cool. We should do, we should do a, 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 I took some photos of our first tribrid event or we, like from the vr space yeah with someone watching it and all of our faces up on the screen in the vr that'd be cool i reckon can you can you send that through to me and i'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find it i'll find that. it and we'll, we'll do that that'll be cool because either just learning how to do these things ourselves hands-on makes us confident to show others so they could be good little workshops 100 for um school of bitcoin um classes yeah yeah definitely um and I, yeah, I really want to get. Um, well, I've, I've shot Matt Riddle an invite for uh, just an ongoing one for the for these meetings, um, for Rocket Shoes as well. So that's the other aspect I really want to get going is the um, the learning wallets for people going through the Google Classroom um, aspect of things. So I think that's really important too. Um, I might have to leave it there, guys. Um, but yeah, feel free to to continue, and we can. Uh, reconvene on yeah friday if, if you're oh actually tonight so if you if you want to come along karen give us give us what a thing at 10 30 tonight it's a bit yeah, late send me the link and uh, look i should be able to okay cool 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 thanks no worries all right um see you guys wish me luck for this hello karen we we get to Talk about things without the others. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Tell me about what you've been up to, perhaps. Have well, you... First of all, just let me say, I think what you you and Gordon are doing is just amazing. It's so wonderful. <laughs> it does, thank you. It feels like early days. Look, our, our biggest challenge, I think, is um, getting community engagement and buy-in in a, in a regional town like Agnes Water. What we're trying to do, I think, is a bit ambitious and a bit early, but we're establishing ourselves in establishing this, what we're doing here, in people's minds as a thing so that in future they, they recognise that, oh, that's been around for a while and we'll participate now. Like Gordon did with in 2018 with the in, in Agnes Water as um, Australia's first digital currency town, getting all the merchants around this little tourist town to set up to take Bitcoin as payment. It just familiarised people with it. So although not many people are turning up to our events and, and the things we put on, sometimes it feels like, you know, you're doing making a lot of effort and people don't show up for various reasons. You know, people haven't really, um, since COVID, I don't think they come out as much. Yeah. <laughs> but you also, you also have to give them a bit of a value proposition and that takes time to develop while we're... Sure. So I think it's really great that you're involved with... Um, you know, I think we have to do this 
um, Australia-wide globally and then bring the global local for them to understand, oh, that's something I want to be part of. It's not just you guys doing dinky stuff in our town. You're actually connecting us with a a network that, and we start thinking of ourselves as um, sort of as part of a borderless network rather than cross-border. Yeah, and I think that's really important because in so many ways. But before before we go on, I just want to tell you something that has helped me. I had this beautiful uh, man. I think I, I called him a mentor that I'd met in different things, events, and things I'd been to. Um, and I would say to him, and he was from America, and it was a very different time when I first met him. <laughs> America was a very different place. That um, I'd say, oh, but you're doing so much in America, and you're so far ahead. And he's and um, he'd say things to me like. Sometimes it's it's really great that you're looking forward about what you want to do, but don't forget to look back and see how far you've come. Mm. And that's important. I think we get so caught up with, hey, but we've got to do this and do that. And another saying, this is Professor Tannerbaum, another saying he said, um, when I was work, um, looking at bringing change in schools and everything and um, good things happening, but he would say to me, start small with sure-fired success. That's more with, with surefire success. Now, um, in other words, you, you want to bring do good things and really good things happen, but you just can't change a whole school, change a whole system, change um, quickly. Yeah. But if you start with a small group of people who have some co- same sort of vision and um, passion or interest about what you're doing and really believe in it and are prepared to put time in. And if you start with them and work really well with them and they and learn from them too, and then yes. you'll see more people want to join and um, gets bigger and other people see about it and want to find out more. And that saying, start small with short fight success, it's really helped me with different projects I've been on. <laughs> it would help you to um, sort of deal with the anxiety that you're not keeping up or doing enough. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah just and like, when you've got something really going well, people want to know about it. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, teachers who are really sceptical about a new project that, that I was working on and, and started off with two small groups of teachers, they said, no, no, not for me. I've got enough on my plate already. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if I'm not good at it? What if, I, you know, what if we can't do what we have to do? But then when they hear about what other teachers were doing, or hear children talking about what their teachers are doing, or parents starting asking questions, then they thought, maybe I'll have a look at this. And I once had a meeting with people who I knew were sceptical. I said, do you really want to join about with all your concerns about it? What, what's it, what is it that... <laughs> and, um, and it became a whole school, and then it became much bigger than that. <laughs> and it's just interesting. And how long did that take for them? Well, whenever I start a project or any, or I'm asked to work with a school or an organisation or something, um, I'll say um, it's. I, I suggest to become a three-year project, not just yeah. an one. Well, we've done the first year, so yeah. if I if I take your suggestion and look how far we've come, that's been quite a long way, really. Yeah, from what I'm here about, it's only a year. I can't believe how much you've done. But it's often it's mainly for a, a lot in our own development. Pardon? Sorry. No, I listen to you too as we were talking over. Sorry, that uh, we often in such a race to get to the next thing that we want to do. Not race, but we really see it's important and we want to do it. We just don't stop and say, "Hey, let's just consolidate here. It's going great." <laughs> that's that's really good to to reflect on, and um, I will. I also <laughs> wanted to check with you too. Yep. Um, you know, we'll come back around to this because at the moment, just on Google Classrooms. So we've, we've set up Digital Playhouse as the, the not-for-profit. It's basically the, the umbrella for these projects that we're running underneath, and it's a philanthropic umbrella. Yep. It gives us a structure so that we're, we're not legally exposed and, and we've got a, a recognisable entity that we're, yep. we're operating under. And many charities operate like that. They're like, they auspice people's projects in, in a sense. So we, we can do that with Digital Playhouse. We've also got a non-profit account with Google and that gives us access to Google Classrooms and lets us add um, people to our domain as teachers, even though we call everyone learners, um, we can add more teachers to our domain. It doesn't cost us a lot like it would for a business, okay? Um, so I sent um, you and Jill invitations with um, the Digital Playhouse domain so Karen at digitalplayhouse.org.au and I was just wondering if you received that. I don't think I have. Okay. 
So because we could end up with a, a lot of teachers, but it, once um, Kieran's, he's, he wants to check some things, he's setting it up, scoping it out, and then we can go in and we'll have a platform where we can easily sort of build out our, our little courses, what's in our mind, and just put them down <laughs> and practice in each other's classes, I guess. How does that sound? It sounds really good. And practicing in each other's classes and and um, is really important because we all learn from each other and, yeah. and we all learn from the students. And so it's just another way of saying our learning is is actually um, about reciprocity, what we all can get and receive from, give and receive from each other, which is um, a really important part of learning. And I often think about what I learned from five-year-olds and what I've learned from this kid in year 10 or whatever, because just the way they see things, it's um, mm. so powerful and also so informative. <laughs> yeah, they make you look at things differently. Yeah. Um, that reminds me today while Gordon's away, I'm, I'm, I'm looking after his coding for kids group at Digital Playhouse and I'm not used to working with children. I've got a blue card for working with children, but, <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't mean I'm used to working with children and, and I, I've made myself, so I feel like I'm there to tell them what to do, but I've just taken to just asking them what they're doing because I've noticed that they Skype off and go off and do other things if they're not being instructed and because I'm not instructing, they've just got to, you know, we have um, three rules. Um, what is it? I should know. Be cool. <laughs> the rule. I can't remember the second rule right now, but the third rule is ask three, then me, which means they have to ask each other. So that reciprocal. Absolutely. And then uh, so I, I noticed them talking to each other, but I also have noticed that they're, they're going off and doing other things, not their coding. So then I just ask them, what are you doing? And they're suddenly interested to tell me about it and they start doing it again. Yeah. I'm not saying, hey, do your work. <laughs> yeah, and, and strategies like that are so so powerful because it's also um, like us three before me. Uh, Guy Claxton um, uses that quite a lot in his building learning power work. And it's really, um, um, it is building learning power, but you don't have to rely on the teacher or Google or whatever all the time. It's great you've got those resources, but there are other people and other ways I can learn too. And asking three before me gives me a chance to really find, well, what are other people thinking about this too and how can they help me? And um, they're all just empowering strategies. And it, it prepares us too for how we need to work, I guess, in, in a virtual learning environment. Yes, yes. Yeah, because teachers aren't really there. <laughs> in front of you I'm just checking um now I have okay we'll, we'll we'll check up on that later maybe you need to search your junk mail maybe yeah yeah but um we'll, we'll I was just curious whether you, you had actually hey, what, what will I look up for under sender maybe um, um google digital playhouse you've been added to digital playhouse right um I will just check one more time I know this is being recorded Someone might find it interesting. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm just going in and checking users. Yeah, um, you and Jill haven't signed in. And we'll see if Jacques wants to as well. It'll just give us a, a space to... to I was uh, going to sign into Google Play, Digital Playhouse as just, you know, on your website because uh, <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but I was going to. Don't worry about that. It's just a Wix website and um, we don't really utilise the... We don't want all no, our properties to be owned by Wix, so we're... We just whatever, whatever, whatever you think is going to work best is fine with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you um? So you you want to come along to Stacks tonight? So the um that's been very interesting. It's been the Stacks community building um sort of onboarding that goes for six or eight weeks, um and I, I'm learning a lot about Stacks and community building in it. So. Would you like to know a bit about it now so you know what you're going into? Yeah. I, um, I don't know if Kieran's told you or if I've said it. <laughs> um, I'm, re I'm really a digital dinosaur. I really am. <laughs> um, and I'm a slow learner. With <laughs> I'm, I'm a digital immigrant. It's not my way of learning. But you, speak, you speak the language of people. 
and and, and education and knowledge and, and look, a lot of what we've covered so far has been sort of philosophical and and why and you know it's not particularly technical. Yeah, I'm, I'm open to it because look, whatever I can participate in that I'm invited to and I can make it, I think I'm going to learn something. <laughs> you know, it's where my starting point might be different, but it doesn't mean that I can't build on what I do know or take in new things. You know? That's true. And I, I feel the same way because I'm, I'm struggling to sort of understand stacks. Like, okay, what is it doing exactly running on Bitcoin? How does that work? Um, I, I can understand Ethereum and like um, layer two is running on Ethereum, but Stacks is like a layer one blockchain, but it's settling with this proof of transfer rather than proof of work. It's settling onto the onto the Bitcoin blockchain. So the settlements are taking the the consensus mechanism. I can't explain it yet, but I'm learning to understand it. it it'll take me a little while to explain it myself to someone else, but. <laughs> but since we are running a stack community, I need to know the basics. So that it's helping with that. So that I, I see my role in in that is not to really work with devs, but to um, explain to others. You know, for um, teenage child might be interested in going to coding camp because yeah. they'll this is a um, this this is a good prospect to learn for um, to be a developer. Yeah. <laughs> good on you. Good on you. It's just communications, but yeah, you got to sort of listen, as you say, you know, just go along, listen, absorb it. Eventually, your brain will get programmed for it to come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, we're, look, we all have to try and think it's okay. We don't, whatever we say is where we're at, at the moment, and we shouldn't feel embarrassed, but it's not no. so easy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking what you said at the very beginning about. It's taking time with people in your local community. And it could be because of their lack of knowledge or understanding about Bitcoin and um, mm. digital, digital money and digital currency. And a lot of people can be very frightened about it because they hear huge numbers, huge sums of money um, if you want to buy Bitcoin. But then how can you do it if you can never hold it in your hand? And what does it mean? And what is it part of the world that I'm going into or do I have to or not <laughs> you know it could be fear mm. or complete lack of understanding a distrust a distrust of digital having been an accountant for a very long time um, and an early adopter of cloud technologies I was part of the cloud accounting movement that onboarded Australian businesses and self-employed people onto cloud computing and that's that's why that's why I focus on the accounting industry because I think um, they they've done it before they've onboarded Australia onto cloud computing, right? And I, for for business and you know for utility and earning, yep. for prosperity, um, and I think they can do it again with where we need to teach them how to talk to the rest of the population to as you see get over that here and say this is like because when your accountant tells you no this is just something that people are using to earn money. You know, let's just look at And that might help because I, I think you're right. There is a lot of fear um, and, and distrust of digital things in, in, in communities. Like Regional is a tough one. Yes. It is a tough one because many people choose a regional lifestyle because they, want, they don't want to be involved in all that hustle and bustle and sort of digital future so that the cities are. What's yeah. that? What's that? So much changed so quickly, and where am I? And what if I don't know about it? And I don't understand it. And you know. yeah, there's a drive to return to nature, and I don't think that that return to nature needs to exclude technology. So I, I think what we're trying to do, I'm not quite sure of the strategy. Well, we have strategies, but we haven't tested them yet. Oh, they're slow, as you say. It could, it's just going to take a while um, to help get over that fear and be curious. Because the, you know, competency overcomes fear or just experience overcomes fear. You just. Yeah, um, it, does. it really does when you feel you can do it and it's okay. <laughs> and actually it's helping you. It's a huge step. But why would they want to do it? Maybe it's a fear that drives them to do it. That they, there's always the, the classic fear of missing out. So that when we saw, you know, the last November, the price of um, 
Bitcoin and alt, altcoins going through the roof. That's when a lot of people bought because they thought, whoa, whoa, I'm going to miss out. Now it's down. And they're like, oh, this thing's going to crash. Governments are going to crash it and <laughs> they have these, these thoughts. So they're less likely to get involved. Um, but, yeah, it's so I think it's a good time to sort of focus on on the um, utility side of it. And that, that example of um, on-the-run convenience stores just, it's funny, accountants were like, oh, my God, all my tradies are going to be using Bitcoin. How am I going to do the books? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a reality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're frightened. <laughs> the accountants are like, oh, my God, I've got to get up to speed on this. We just got everyone through COVID. Um, so how you're there to support them <laughs> well I'm actually going to ZeroCon in two weeks which is like Coachella for accountants zero the accounting software and I'm very pleased they've got me up to speak on um a panel about blockchain to a couple of thousand accountants in fantastic. Two fantastic and so I think I'll yeah I'll talk bitcoin good on you because <laughs> building <laughs> trust and building understanding they're such an important part of learning <laughs> yeah were you a teacher Karen Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, my mother was a teacher. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what a teacher... I, I think it's just sharing knowledge at the moment. Um, but, yes, there's... I work independently now and uh, on all different things that I'm really interested in. I find it very frustrating in schools with um, yeah. bells going and expectations to, to be have things done by a certain time and for children only to be assessed with numbers and all sorts of things. And I find... Um, different things that I do um I just want to help children sorry helping children is really important to me there's so many different yeah. ways and and yeah and working with children's rights is another you know is a way that I put a lot of energy into now and um I've yeah. done some writing and research and different things but uh, regarding supporting people who can be um not sure or afraid um I came across by chance and this is quite a long time ago now um of driving home from wherever I was and on the radio they were talking about um, people who had just won awards, small business people or different people who'd made a difference and done good things or something and I heard this woman about this woman who had left um, the corporate world, yeah. uh, well took leave, <laughs> a year of leave or I don't know, um, when her children were getting near the final years of school and it was sort of high pressure years and <laughs> HSE, VCE and things like that and um, and she thought, look, I don't have enough time with my kids. I'm just not around enough. I'm working too hard. But while she wasn't working full time on her job, um, all a lot of her friends would say, oh, can you please help me with my computer? I'm just not good at this stuff. And this is what you do at work all the time. And, and it just grew and grew. And then she started a business called IT and Coffee. Okay. And, <laughs> and she set up in a small little place, in, like like in a little shopping centre village, just not a big one, a little street shopping centre. And um, you, you could go, you could book in to go there um, with a group. It could be a group of friends <laughs> and it could be IT and wine or <laughs> mostly it was, it was called IT and coffee. And yeah. they were all having trouble with managing our iPad. How do we make sure that we can do whatever, whatever? Or how can we set up our photo album in another way? Or I can use email, but what if I want to? <laughs> whatever. And it could be a small group or a group of people with similar challenges coming in. <laughs> or it could be a private lesson. You really, you've got to do something soon coming up and um, whatever. And it's grown now into such a different form and she and I um, I still go to her occasionally <laughs> but Kieran helps me very much with tech support but I still go to Lynette and um, the lady who runs it and she's so friendly and never makes me feel dumb and when I've got a presentation I'm not sure about how do I insert the video or whatever you know? well, what do you do do you do presentations there yeah, for others I've done a lot of different things yeah okay I'd like to know more about this IT and coffee um Meetup because that sounds like a, a very friendly, um, non-intimidating way to to engage people. Look, I think she's just wonderful, and she has. Oh. And you can be a member. You can pay yeah. for this separately, or you can be a member and yeah. get you know a discount on your sessions or whatever, or yeah. um, and free access to a Friday about bring your questions along or <laughs> whatever. Or lot of, there are lots of different ways you can join and. Um, 
whether she'll come to your house if you're in reasonable proximity or with and during COVID, there were an awful lot of online sessions on how do you use Zoom and how do you do this and that. Sure. But all in a way that's really friendly and accessible and warm. And um, for parents worrying about cybersecurity with their children. But <laughs> people my age who didn't grow up with computers. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, all ages, well, really, it's mostly people who haven't had a lot of experience with computers, but it doesn't have to be. If you've got any questions about what's happening now, and she's been, she's doing very well, and she deserves to because she's helped so many people. <laughs> that sounds great. Maybe something like that could work here. Just an IT and coffee type of approach, just That's for. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but to use our space because the underutilization of our physical space concerns us somewhat because it is costing us. Um, we might be getting enough donations to cover the costs, yeah. um, but maybe <laughs> but yeah it's it's just getting people in in our community to go there and value the space as somewhere they can use to meet up and and learn and and um, there's a local artist lady in here who's done very well for herself she set up a little business called sip and paint so people <laughs> you know she's done people can come along and we can have a painting lesson you know, with a, a template and paint or a, a, um, a theme for the day. Today we're going to paint a glass of flowers or vase of flowers or whatever while sipping wine. So they were relaxed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just the place you're going to somewhere where I'm not going to be tested. I don't have to prove yeah. what I know. It's a place where I can be open about what I'm not sure about. Yeah, <laughs> so right. It makes me feel comfortable about that. doesn't make me think, oh, no, not another session with her. <laughs> it's... um. It's really important having that sort of welcoming and trust. That's a great idea. I'm going to run with that. Thank you for telling me. And um, see, but I don't want to do it myself. There must be, you know, I think there are people in our community who might like to do that. And yeah. did she just do it as a? Did she do it as a business, or did she? Well, she does it as a business, and yeah. she now does it from home. But yeah. she's got a room set up for it. Um, and her husband also takes some sessions too. Yes. But um, look, you can certainly look it up and I, um, I could introduce you to her if you want, e-introduce you or something if you want. She's a lovely lady, um, but it is her business. And yes. she's really built it from the very beginning when she when was more than perceiving a need. She saw there's a real need for people who maybe have never touched a computer in their life or an iPhone or whatever, or people who've got all those things around them and their kids. That is that is a problem here, and um, yeah, I, I would appreciate an introduction because I mean we're hardly going to compete with her up here, and I'd value a consultation with her to um, maybe recommend how we could start that here. Yeah, look, um, I'll I'll speak to her first about it, and just certainly, certainly look at her website. But yeah. she's she's a lovely lady, and um, it's. I, I really believe in sharing ideas. <laughs> um, when, when you're lucky enough to learn something or meet someone or something, <laughs> it's it, we can all benefit from it, isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Knowledge sharing. Yeah. yeah. Instead of hoarding, that's what we're <laughs> trying to do at the moment because it's just too much to keep up with. You try and like keep track of all of it yourself. <laughs> we hear from it, about it from each other. We can um, quickly figure out what we need to focus on. <laughs> Yeah, and if you hear that, oh, someone can help me, and then, you know, like Kieran's wonderful how he helps me also. But if you've got people that you know you can trust yeah. um, and, um, you know, it's, it makes such a difference. And, and also to know that you don't have to keep up with everything, but what would be really helpful for you to know to do the things you want to do and to be safe? Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, not technology for the sake of technology, but yeah. how to navigate this to find out what's going to be helpful for what's you. right for me and for my family or keeping in touch with my kids as they do all the different things they you know not as overseeing and overlooking them but when they're traveling or even or you know yeah, yeah great idea yeah we'll keep working on it <laughs> and reflecting each month on how far we've come <laughs> and it's important to do that because so often we just think, oh, but I haven't done that yet and my to-do list is getting bigger. <laughs> the list, the list. Kieran was saying to me last week, oh, my to-do list is out of control. And I said, I oh, know. 
but hey, have you crossed out what you haven't done or have you just eliminated it? So, hey, <laughs> the list keeps growing. You don't I, I have enjoyed being on, um, this is completely, you know, off topic, but Google Workspace, uh, we've got Google not-for-profits, but the Google Workspace has just been so good to get organised in because you, if you've got an email, you can just quickly turn it into a task and put a date on it and assign it to someone and it pops up and reminds you in the morning when you go, what do I do? <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> and you just get started. We get through it. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, if you don't, okay, so, you know, that's not the right the space for you to be in at the moment. That doesn't mean you can't come back to it. You know, it's just... Yeah, it's still sitting there as a, a task that isn't done for when you're yeah. in the, the mental space for it. That's right. Yeah. We work very differently now, don't we? It's not like nine to five. We, we work when we're switched on and, and interested <laughs> and energised. If, if you're not feeling it, then maybe you should just be going and enjoying some spare time. Yeah. <laughs> and also, um, we're so interconnected um, now in, in a yeah. wider sense that, hey, there is a meeting at 10 o'clock at night or 1am in the morning or something <laughs> that you really want to go to or really hear to or something that's happening. Will I or won't I? What, have I got, what time do I have to get up tomorrow? <laughs> but you can if you want to. I mean, um, I mean, interconnection can be wonderful. It can be a challenge and a problem too, but interesting. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to send you a link for tonight and just I'll send you just to so you know um, a little more about Stacks when you join in so that it makes sense. I'll send you some really two short videos that we watched last week. Um, that you, you might find interesting. And sure. uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Look forward Thank to seeing you tonight. It's been lovely having a chat with you. And um, yeah, well, um, loving hearing more about what you're doing and how you're doing it and everything. Thank I think you. It's so exciting. So oh, exciting. great having you involved. Your, your skills and experience in education is, is very much needed in this space. And um, yeah, once we've got Google Play, uh, Google Playhouse, <laughs> Google Playhouse <laughs> classroom um, set up. Um, you might have a bit of fun in there. We'll show you around. Yeah, we will. Kieran did ask me if I would join Google Classroom. Um, oh, okay. It was just that, you know, an informal offer. And I said, yes, I'd be happy to. <laughs> if you have any trouble accessing anything, um, yeah, or just want to have a screen sharing video with me to find your way around, you're welcome to email me anytime and, and we'll um, get on a call. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you. Have Thank a good you. day. You too. Bye for now. Bye. See you.